So um, I, I, uh, I'm working from home now. We've covered this a million, di- a million different times. And there's a, there's a little coffee shop around the corner from my house. And I've been in there probably three, four times a week. It's the same people in there over and over and over and over again, right? Working there or whatever. I go in there. Every time I go in there, they act like they don't know me, right? Like, I've never gotten, like, any, like, recognition, like, hey, how's it going, whatever. But more than that, too. Like, I'm, we're talking, like, I've been going to this place, like, three, four times a week. <laughs> I've been going to this place three, four times a week. And they, they don't even acknowledge me, right? But also, when I'm in there... Other people will pop in, right? You're allowed to have, like, two or three people or whatever. And it's always, like, every time somebody else comes in outside of me, it's like somebody walks in. It's like, oh, hey, Greg, how are the dogs? So you're waiting for your norm moment from church. I was going to say, yeah, you want your norm. I don't know. I don't know what I have to do. Like, what do you have to do to, like, get that level? Like, do I have to, like – What do you order? What do you order? What's your average order? Mm, that's a good question. I don't have anything fancy. I get granola bars a lot. Sometimes, like, I'll go in there, I'll grab a banana, I'll grab, like, a drip coffee. Nothing all that remarkable. Uh, that's see, your that's problem, problem right there. Yeah, what it, yeah. Unless unless you just keep every time you go, you get a granola bar because then they'll call you, like, hey, granola, <laughs> when you come in or something like that. Like, you might not get name recognition, but at least your order. Yeah, buddy, come on. Think about this. You need a shtick, man. That's That's all there is to it. Granola is, yeah, little, I don't yeah. know if I want to go buy granola. There's no, a little, yeah, make uh, your coffee order like really douchey <laughs> or, or make, make like, I don't know, um, make coffee humor perhaps, you know, oh, walk in there daily puns. with a, with a coffee joke, coffee puns. Do you, uh, an easy way too is do you, do you tip? <laughs> No, maybe, I maybe, maybe that's that's tip and they'll recognize. <laughs> <laughs> there, there we go. Actually, I don't even pay my full bill sometimes. <laughs> You're listening to Black Sheep Radio, featuring Mark Lefave. And when I say I want olives, I want like a fucking stupid amount of olives, not a couple of scoops. Ben McVie. Hair of the dog, greasy food, copious amounts of water, and vitamin B. And Chris Brown. <laughs> Why are you holding up to your mouth this time? <laughs> crayon? Rate, review, subscribe, and share. Or join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. So let me ask you guys, uh, why am I not seeing, as we join each other on uh, video as well, why am I not seeing plates of sushi and some Merlot in your hands? Because you look like (laughs) center ice second row at a fucking Leaf game right now. If if we were I'm surprised you're even here for the first 15 minutes of the podcast, to be honest with you. Oh, my God. If it was truly second row, these would be two empty seats and then just bed. That's true. You wouldn't even just yelling. You wouldn't be joining the podcast until about the last 15 minutes or so. I'd be playing solo. That's true. You're doing business back here. You guys are up in the upper bowl for sure, but uh, holy blue and white there, gentlemen. Yeah, it does look like the real sports. Oh, my God. You guys are everywhere right now. I ran into my uh, daughter's best friend's dad, Jeff Richardson, a good guy, uh, but unfortunately a Leaf fan. And he had, not only was he sporting the toque, he was sporting the shoes. 
Oh man, the shoe. He's got Leafs. Yeah, that's committed. yeah. That oh, You're he's committed. he should be committed. But this is this <laughs> this is what <laughs> this is what first place will do for you. Congratulations on a pretty Absolutely. good season so far, there, gentlemen. See what happens yeah, when you don't sure. play the Bruins. Good things happen. <laughs> I was going to say the Bruins have been unbelievable this year too. They're saying like yeah. probably the only the only team that's close to as dominant in their own division as the Leafs are is the Bruins. The Leafs yeah, have they've, they've tailed division. they've tailed off lately. Yeah, fair Washington enough. got hot. The Islanders got hot, but the Bruins will be there at the end. But yeah, yeah. Are you watching? Are you watching? I know. I know, Benny. That when the season started, you weren't super into it at all like are you are you into it? i, I got to be honest, talked about I'm, the bruins I, I don't even realize there's other teams playing besides the canadian division <laughs> like oh yeah that's right there's Same. 75% of the leagues i have to be honest guys i haven't uh, it's not as though i've lost my lust for the game i'm just i'm not feeling it i don't know Fair what enough. it is i i it's the it's the division thing it's just no it, it's bugging me and no, no the division oh, thing really? no no fans like it just between those two things, it's just missing something for me. I don't know. Maybe you know, the time the playoffs come around, I, I sure, I'm sure I will. But I honestly, I got to tell you, I haven't felt compelled at all to watch an NHL game this year. I have not, not a single one. That's crazy. And like for me, it's well into the season. It's it's uh, it's going to take a lot for me not to watch the Leafs winning this much. You know what I mean? So it's really easy for me to watch. I can imagine though, it's not the same. Um, it's not the same thing. Like it, it's, it doesn't have the, the same energy. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It, it, they have phoned in crowd noise. It's very weird. That and I, ha- I mean, I have, uh, I have a recurring, recurring dream right now. It keeps waking me up in the middle of the night. Austin Matthews mustache, man. Like I, I I'm afraid I'm <laughs> going to see it on TV. Yeah. The I can't even mustache. believe you can get to sleep right. thinking of that mustache. Oh, yeah. Never mind, wake up. <laughs> That's something else. Oh, yeah. I'll say this: being a, being a Leaf fan this year with them just so far ahead of every other team, I feel like I'm on the most awesome, super fun roller coaster ever. But I know that there's a missing piece of track later on, so I'm just like, "Wee! This is so yeah. awesome!" But I know that uh, it's gonna derail soon. It's it's, it's got. Well, I don't know, man. Like again, the division <laughs> thing, right? Who's who's gonna give them a run? Who? I ask you. Oh, I just mean when it gets to the playoffs. I don't sure, care about the yeah. regular season. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. What? Yeah, sorry. Um I it's if you, I don't know if you noticed the balloons beside me. Uh, I thought it was just regular decorations. No. Just no. Crying. Not oh, every day God, calls for balloons. There's only there's only maybe what? What? Two things that call for balloons? Graduation yeah. and birthdays and 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 I haven't gone to school in a really long time, so it's my birthday tomorrow. We're recording this Chris, on Tuesday. Chris Brown just pulled okay. the birthday equivalent of putting his feet up on the desk on purpose because he's got new shoes on. Is what he did. <laughs> he's, he's he's got the balloons. I in wish the they background. were leasers. What's, what has he got going over there? Those presents are not for you, Chris, because it's actually it's actually my wife's birthday tomorrow as well. Oh no oh, way! Wow, no so way! Same you birthday? Guys, you guys share a birthday? Yeah. No way. Yeah, she actually she actually won't see this until uh, till Friday. Is it? She now she asked for it. I got her a sewing machine for her birthday. She asked for it though. That was on no, her no, list. No, no, you're, you're, you're safe if it's asked for on the birthday. <laughs> oh, if that were if that were Mother's Day, Valentine's. That that'd be the end of you. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Bree gotcha. Bree's birthday is coming up next month, and um, she's been like talking about 
not for her birthday in any in any way, but she's been talking about how she wants like a Fitbit, which is like for people that don't know, it's like a a, a weight enhancement. Who doesn't thing, know like what whatever. a Fitbit is? Yeah, Good fair, God. Fair Who do you enough. think's listening? My great grandmother. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> fair enough. And I'm like, I'm not gonna speaking of high. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you can't get. You can't get weight-related things as a gift, you know. You kind of have to come home as that, like that. With uh, I don't know, I don't know. It's dicey. It's either it, it's either it's too risky for me. Do you know what I mean? It's either wow. Um, it, it's <laughs> like it's it's either a good gift or it's a trap. One or the other, you know. Mm. You can do a weight thing. I mean, a piece of exercise equipment I think mm. is all right. I mean, you know, don't give her a thigh master and a tub of Metamucil, eh? You know. That's that's not good. But I think an exercise piece of exercise equipment is an acceptable gift. What do you expect? What do you expect for your birthday, buddy? Uh, nothing. I, I I don't know if you guys have like things that you generally do when you're uh, when it happens to be your birthday. For me, like I just don't work, so I have tomorrow booked off. I'm gonna wake up nice. tomorrow. I'm going to probably just like you know have a coffee, play video games all day. It's supposed to be 15 degrees tomorrow, so really? tomorrow is going to be Wednesday. So, yeah. And I, we, we went for a walk in Westtown over on Lock Street. Uh, has their patio open today and possibly tomorrow, so I might actually have some, some afternoon patio beers, you know. Nice. Dust. nice. I'm excited, Very man. Cool. Yeah, so we'll see. It might rain. Who knows? You know, it, it doesn't matter. I don't, I don't have to work tomorrow. My, my, my hopes aren't that high. I'm just going to order some food and you know to chill out it'll be nice. all, all the enthusiasm of the canadian spring when we're <laughs> exactly. hitting patios at 15 degrees if it did that in july yeah. it'd be like dead as a doornail but as soon as it gets into the mid-teens like on saint patrick's day if it's nine patios are packed you know what i mean yeah yeah, as long as it's acceptable to stand outside in a coat, you'll you'll be out there. Yeah, for sure. So that's awesome. That's a good that's a good birthday. Yeah, right I got there. lucky we, with the weather. We've got like a couple of guests coming up, and, and we can go to them any time. But uh, let's just talk about it real quick. So, who what's what's the deal with the chip guy? Uh, the chip guy. So this is his name is Liam. I worked with him way back radio, like way back in radio days, and uh, he transitioned from and, radio guy to chip guy. <laughs> Yeah, well, he still works in radio, but he uh, he knows his chips, and he always he'll put posts up, and they're, it's the most insightful chip review you could ever ever imagine. Like it's like it's like a Yelp review, but for chips. It's it's not just you know I mean because I'll eat chips and I'll be like ah oh those are spicy or oh I don't like he it, it, his is very distinctive. He gets into the packaging, he gets into the flavor, the okay. the smell, the first mm. impression. Like it's. It's a date with the chip, and tonight he's doing the, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, the Pringles Baconator, which is the Wendy's Baconator, mm -hmm. but in chip form. I, so, saw you yeah. send that, I saw you send that through, and, like, my curiosity is, like, where, where do you get these chips? You know, I, you always see these limited edition chips on, like, these, these whatever, these, uh, these, 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 these list websites and all that stuff. We're going to have to ask you, him, too. Are you want to get them? Black market. Yeah, I can, I can bring him in. You want me to bring him? This is Liam. Sure. Let's do it. All right. Let's Sweet. do it. Let's find Liam, because I'm just writing down. Uh, <laughs> well, I, and the thing is, Benny, I knew you were going to be into this because I know you love a good chip or like oh. a popcorn combo, like that Chicago style shit. Like, I know you're all into that. I showed Liam this earlier. This is what we have in my house. This is the great value regular rippled oh. potato chip. 
I was saying to Chris, you know how the uh, you'll get the chip and the, like the odd bag will have a green one. This one, I would say every fifth chip is green. So. <laughs> You're like if I'm Liam, I'm like leaving. If run. I'm Liam, I'm leaving. <laughs> you have offended me, sir. You gotta Let's get one of those good deep hurt ones. Our guy who loves chips—he he just beefed you up so much. This guy writes passionately about chips. He holds up yeah. an eighty-eight cent bag of no name. You nailed the price too. Jeez, nailed the price. Good for you. Eighty-eight God. cents and expiration date back in eighty-eight as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Liam, where do the those... only description of the chips is the ingredients? <laughs> Liam, where do where do those chips land? Like, do you do they even register on on your on your list of great chips, or are they just like, is it just because they're cheap and everybody is like these experiences with them? They're like great is in the name. Yeah, yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just there. there. It great is in the name. So value. <laughs> No, those aren't those aren't even chips. No, honestly, those, no, no. I have no time for those chips and guys named Blaine. So put those. You might be able to spruce it up with a dip, but mm. yeah, well, even then, you're just compensating. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, this so I have so tonight. Tonight, yeah, there we go. I, Look at that yeah, bullet I, of chips right there. I want to see the can. What do we have here? It's, uh, it's Pringles Baconator. Oh, oh man. the Wendy's bacon. Okay. Wendy's Wendy's gets a nod on the can, like she's yes, she's they get it yeah. the yeah. her oh, big yeah. tail glory. Nice. Yeah, mm. it's it's um, a step up from what Ruffles did a few years ago, where Harvey's was the burger, and that was that was a tasty yeah. chip. But um, they're trying to go uh, Wendy's baconator on this one. Now I'm a little worried opening it because you know when you go to the grocery store and you, you go one I'm getting one thing, just one thing. And it turns out you got a couple things you didn't get the basket. Yeah. Well, yeah, this yeah. was balanced on top of everything, and it rolled off. So, um, oh, I might not have the best. Oh, yeah, but, I might not be giving thank, the best impression of the first chip on top. So, yeah, but, bacon bits. Yeah, yeah, bacon. That's it. Can I ask you? <laughs> treat it like a can I, can I ask you, Liam? Yeah, before you crack that, Liam, do you prefer do you prefer the uh, the bagged chip or the or the tubed? chip i am a bagged guy i i I think the grease from the bags a bit more uh uh, flavorful for me the the tubes i I can't get around the idea of eating a tennis ball the grease in the bag hang on back up back up dude when you finish (laughs) are you telling me you rip the foil open and lick the no 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 not that far that was going to be the next question how are you getting that shit out of the can Well, <laughs> band saw. We're just yeah, that's it. We crack it open, you know, like. <laughs> if if you if you're worried about like crumbs on the outside, I'd take the toy at the bottom of the cereal box approach here and just dump them all out until you find a good one. That's that's true as well. So so you haven't taken the yet? cap. Oh, you know what? Actually, no, I've not never tried these before. This is awesome. this is the first time try. Great. Uh, oh, nice. Stay, Great. Even with the drop. We um, we 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 seem to have salvaged pretty pretty good here. So pretty good. All right. Two now on the, the can, Wrangles. on the can, they're showing uh, you know, it's a bit a bit more orange, a bit more of the burger flavor on there. The chip itself uh, looks like pretty much a standard standard Pringle, but mm. the smell. Yeah. I'm not getting much of a burger smell on this sucker. Hmm. 
No, not much at all. So what so, are what are you getting? What wait? What are you getting it, though? Before before you put it in much, your mouth, it's like pretty much plain Pringles when you smell the can itself. Okay. That's weird. Just like plain ones? Just that, just that tennis ball. Tennis ball <laughs> yeah. <over>. Again, <laughs> Mark, 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 you're not allowed to defame the Pringle when oh, you yeah. just held that blue so. bag of shit. I'll just sit back and eat my chips, boys. Thanks. That's right. <laughs> my floor sweepings. Let's, let's see now. All right. Okay. That is very heavy on the bacon flavor. Mm, like, there's smoky nice. bacon. There's smoky bacon, but this, yeah, the smell is not so much there, but when that hits your tongue, holy cow, that is that is pure bacon right there, really. Wow. Like, two layers of bacon. <laughs> what about cheese? Is it Does the cheese shine through at all? Because I feel the like cheese, a Baconator's, like, cheesy. Yeah, no, it, um, I'm not getting the cheese so much, but really? definitely the bacon and definitely the Wendy's. Um, the Wendy's patty comes back on you too. I, I was gonna mm. say, like, let's not forget this is a burger. Are you tasting yeah. any semblance of boof? Yeah. Now I think about it, yeah, I've had, I mean, I've had the bacon eater. Okay. And when I think about biting into that, it um, it's definitely the the, the meat juices coming through on this sucker. I gotta know how, how many uh, how many awesome. did you go on that first chew? Was it a single? Oh, did you, did you triple? Oh, I only went one. I didn't I didn't double up. Just went with the one chip, and uh, yeah. second bite was the second just. One at a time sort of deal. Um, mm. Yeah. Cramming too many in the one time I'm talking, I would definitely the guy that's going to end up choking on stuff and, you know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude, they're dry. No, but wait, 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 wait. We'd have way more listeners than we usually would if one of our guests <laughs> actually required the Heimlich maneuver. It, it would it would, it would, would blow up. It would be awesome. I understand. It's really what's been missing is near death, sure. near death. on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Hey, oh, I got okay, the so, cholesterol pills going on. Why not have the guy choke on the chips at the same time, too? Right? Liam, I, got, I, I have a couple flavors for you. I got to know if you tried mm -hmm. these. Have you tried the Uncle Ray's Hot and Spicy? No. Uncle I'm Ray's. Not. Oh, buddy. Do you, are you uh, a spicy guy? I am a spicy guy. I do enjoy Uncle Ray's. Uncle Ray, yeah, the, it's the ones with the flames on them. They're okay. they're awesome. Well, and and has anyone has anyone sampled uh, the brand new PC Buffalo Wing and Blue Cheese? No, I have not. No, yeah, I have had one in the past. Did you try that one, Benny? Hmm? I've had one in the past. I haven't flavored it in the past, but that's that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. what? Okay. So we're, let's say we're going traditional. Um, what would you say the most traditional one is, boys? Would you say like salt, salt and vinegar? Salt and vinegar is like probably like a that's that's a staple, right? Like what would yeah, you? Yeah, salt is, and is vinegar. There, is are you are you off the board as far as your your prefer your your preferred salt and vinegar chip, uh, or is it Miss Vicky's like the rest of us? <laughs> Miss Vicky's <laughs> like the rest of society. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I find what I prefer is the, um, the salt and vinegar itself to destroy the inside of my mouth rather than the hardness of the chip to go uh. cutting up the inside of my mouth. I do like Miss Vicky's salt and vinegar. It's good. Um, I'm a fan of the Waze Lavy. Or, I'm sorry. Waze. Lays Wavy. Lays Wavy. There it yeah, is. that's yeah, it. Yeah. And <laughs> Ruffles salt and vinegar. When they brought nice. back Ruffles salt and vinegar, that was a nice way to go. Yeah, is there any so. chip flavor that you can't do? Because for me, 
barbecue is is the no fly zone. Yeah. I can't. What? I can't touch barbecue. Benny's probably, Benny's probably a hard no on ketchup. I would think. Yeah. No <laughs> okay. Okay. You know okay. Oh, wait. 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 I, uh, Liam, you're just joining. Uh, like, I have a, a saying that is known on the show. I think ketchup <laughs> is for assholes. Okay. That's right. I can't. What about ketchup? Chips? I can't stand. But I will tell you something. Uh oh. Given the right circumstances, oh, you stick. You stick a bag of the. Uh, again, I'm a PC guy. So the mm. load, the loads of ketchup ruffles. And the okay. right and the right weed and it's it's I'm making love. <laughs> no, it's uh, I, I'm a fan of the ketchup chips. Um, standard barbecue, I have to agree. I'm not a big fan of. For some reason, they want to come back on me. But my least favorite chip of all time, pizza. There has oh, never been that? a decent pizza chip, I pizza chip that I have liked. I and I remember this going back to host the hostess. Hostess had a pizza chip yeah. that was just terrible. It was like the worst marinara sauce on a chip ever. It's a, it's a hard one though. That's like having that's like having a assorted sub pizza. Like everybody else, everybody gets different stuff on their on their sub. Everybody gets different stuff on their pizza. So how can you harness a pizza? Like some people like anchovies. Some people like veg. Like that's a that's a tough one. That's it, a tough. It is tough. The scientists, like, the hostess scientists, I'm sure are working day and night. <laughs> Liam, <laughs> Liam, the but but hang on, Liam. <laughs> Liam just munched on a chip that uh, of a burger that's got like seven different toppings on it, and he was satisfied. So, so there. Fair. Give me a pizza chip. Fair. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. But uh, another bad one, cappuccino. They had cappuccino a while ago. That was oh, yeah, yeah. Goddamn Italians, (laughs) (laughs) ruining potato chips. (laughs) How dare you try that? Out of here! Don't touch the chips, okay? I understand that everybody ruined Italian cooking for the Italians, but like they they don't get to come into the chip realm and ruin chips for the rest of us. Just stay the hell out of it. Do you uh, do you have kind of like a calendar of events coming up in terms of chip releases? Like, do you know no. when the when the new one's coming out? Um, because we'd love to have we'd love to have you on for again sure. To, to I will next, drop uh, a line when I see something. I'm usually just release. a guy that goes walking through the store. And if I see something, I will take and try on my own time. Awesome. Where did you get those? Oh, you know what? A friend of mine said they saw them at Sobeys. I found them at Zares. And I also saw them in Walmart next to and beating up the great value chips. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah, well, 88 cents. Got to roll back those prices. (laughs) There was also $2 Funyuns, so that was uh, another choice as well. (laughs) I don't. I haven't seen Funyuns in forever, and Funyuns Where did you were there. find Funyuns? Walmart. <laughs> There's like a two dollar rack of stuff going on right now, and Funyuns was there. I was like, "What?" Have you, gentlemen, Chris, Mark, ever experienced the miracle of the Funyun? I've had a Funyun before. Yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, they're great. I'm not really a big fan of that. They're great. I, <laughs> I, I, mean, I like those sour cream and onion rings. But yeah, that says the guy who held up a <laughs> no-name bag of ruffles. <laughs> Thank you. Great value. He Thanks. said great it right value. in the beginning. It says great, right <laughs> great value. You, just because you use the word great doesn't make it so. <laughs> no. Guess. Just because you use the word value doesn't make it so. Let's be honest with <laughs> well, you. It's, it's hard to argue that. Uh, There's no cheaper chip than that. All right, Liam. Thanks so much for coming on, awesome, buddy. Man. Really appreciate no it. And I, I'm going to try to find those chips, man. I'm so down. They look amazing. Oh, they're they're quite delicious. I would recommend these. 
uh, definitely pick up Wendy's Baconator Pringles. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to get Baconator. Keep on chipping <laughs> away at life, guys. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. See you, buddy. Thanks. See you, man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, keep keep on chipping away at life, chipping boys. away at life. <laughs> I didn't even catch it. I'm glad. I'm glad that we have these hard-hitting conversations. You know, we got Oprah talking to the Royals and and digging the dirt on all oh, yeah. that, and we're talking to a guy. We're shaking up the world here. Fuck Oprah, okay? <laughs> Oprah, Oprah's got the she she wish she wishes she had the clean line in on the brand new Baconator chip. I'd you know you what? Like. You know what? The biggest difference about Oprah's conversation between Oprah's conversation with the Royals and the conversation we just had. You know the biggest difference is? Mm. I give a fuck about chips. <laughs> I, care, I care about chips. Mm. So did Good you guys watch Lord. any of that? Like like any like no. I, I watched yeah, a, I watched, watched a little bit of it today. Um just to catch up, um it seemed like there was it didn't seem like like watching it really provided me with any additional info outside of like the headlines that hit me this morning. Um, you know, the security detail, all of that stuff. I I, I don't know. It, it doesn't really. What do you What are you guys' thoughts on that on that whole Meghan Markle Oprah thing? You know, my thought is that the headline are the headlines. Mm. The fact that this is even news, which dominated the news wheel. As it was like COVID and it was pandemic and Royals running neck and neck all day on the news wheel. And Jesus, what is wrong with people? Like what? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> That's my Sam actually sent me a message. She's like, hey, uh, Megan and Harry are going to be on Oprah tonight with uh, with Sam. Did you want to sit like sit on the sit on the couch and watch it? I was like. I, I just, I don't really care about the Royals <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Like, I'll yeah. sit and listen to it because you're my wife and there's nothing else on TV. Um, but, I, I mean, I I feel bad for her. I, I, I guess after listening to it, I feel bad for her. I feel bad that that's the, that's the life that they force people to live. Um, yeah, I mean, the, I don't... I, are you new? The fuck the royal family was never known for being like awesome people. Like the the British Empire that's colonially ruled the fucking world for like six hundred. They haven't like they didn't go and plant flowers at all the places they went. They're kind of racist. Yeah. So the the fact that the royal family is racist and the royal family treated her like shit, that's not really a surprise. I feel bad for her because she met this guy that she fell in love with, and he happens to be. If I can Prince Harry, and that's the life that she has to then be part of. Uh, you know what I mean? So I feel bad for her in that respect, but at the same time, I feel I don't know. I it's... feel bad that people have mental health issues. That's the one thing. Oh, that's God, the one thing yeah, I'll say I feel bad about. But what saying, in yeah. the hell makes her so special is just absolutely beyond me. Yeah, yeah, it's beyond me. There's lots of people going through about lots of oh, stuff. and again. God. It's, when you hear some of this stuff, you're like, yeah, that's terrible. It's not entirely surprising, but it's terrible. I guess. Somebody yeah, within a block anyway. of you is suffering some very similar crisis in their life right now, and mm -hmm. you could give a shit. Absolutely. So why, why, why bother with this? I, sorry to be a downer on this, but I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> no, royaled out. Fair enough. I'm royaled out. Fair enough. <laughs> 
pulls out <laughs> royal flush. I'm yes, royal flush. Yes, I'm royal flushing. I've had enough. Yeah, so so we got Polly coming on in a bit, and I've got an amazing game for you guys in just a little bit as well. That's going to test your your musical knowledge, and I'm super happy that Polly's here too because I think he's going to. Uh, to dig this game. Yeah, it's so. going to be great. So we got we got <laughs> Polly. Polly's waiting on the line to talk about uh, the Grammys. Which are you are you guys excited for the Grammys at all? That's, is that something? Is that something? I think the Grammys and the Royals yeah, are like on, on par on with how much I give a <laughs> shit. <laughs> I know. I care more about the Royals actually than the <laughs> See if the two of them are on at the same time on TV. I'll be outside shoveling someone else's dog shit. To pass the time. <laughs> so, Mark, Mark, you were you were saying so I th- you were saying that you you watched the uh, the Free Britney documentary. When yeah, did you when did you watch that? Because we watched it last week ish. The day the day I found out that I could actually same, watch yeah. it, I watched it. I, I, I'm trying to compare it to some of the other ones that have come out lately, like the R. Kelly one, the Michael Jackson one. Those are the two, like, kind of big, like, tell-all music documentaries that have come out. And now this one. The other two were way better produced and way better put together. This almost seemed like a fan video of, like, a fan that was upset that this was we're, happening we're... and got interviews with, like... Third tier people in her life, like there was no interviews with people of substance or people that it was like the ga- the key grip on the fucking yeah. stage for a show in Barcelona was an interview. Like it was just very who could they? That get? was our big they could thing only get too. A couple people. That was our big thing too. It's like come on, like this is a chick that hasn't been in contact with her in fifteen years, but when they were in contact, they were really close. Like, yeah, Jesus. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I have yeah. I have to confess I watched it as well with my wife and daughter, <laughs> nice. and I. Yeah, I, I'm I'm in the loop. I, I'm there, man. I wonder and if Paulie's watching. Okay, I, good. I, I thought I was alone no, on that. That's I, good. I feel good. the exact same way. It's like, who are these people, for yeah. Christ's sakes? I feel super bad. I feel super bad for her. Yeah, like, it's a fucked up situation. You know what I mean? The, they, touched, they touched on all the, you know I mean, the Justin Timberlake stuff. And, you know what I mean? Just the, the age that she was at, at when all that kind of stuff, was, when she was kind of th- thrust literally and figuratively into our faces um yeah. she was super young and it was uh it's fucking pretty yeah. weird i remember uh this one time she came into the grocery store and she bought the cherry yogurt instead of the vanilla and i knew right then britney's life was <laughs> out of control like who are these people who are coming out of the you, you couldn't get somebody a little more yeah. somebody I'll a little more consequential than yeah. the guy who was dancing with her on stage 14 years yeah i know what you mean and there's so many celebrities available too. It's like that's the thing. Like she was, she was in these circles with all these like A-list celebrities. You can get any of them. It was ridiculous. No, no. I don't think the person that made the video had the contacts to get them done. I think no. Was, like I said, I think it was like if I tried to make a video about Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> the, right. The guy at Tim Hortons in Brantford that fucking sold Walter a coffee yeah. in '88. I delivered Keith some pizza in 1992. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for getting the Keith Gretzky reference. I have Brent's one one goal. It's first goal. It's first and only goal, Brent. All right, you guys ready for Paulie? Uh, yeah, let's talk pull some, him in. Talk some Always. music. Let's go for it. All right. <laughs> 
Loading, loading, loading. How's it going? There he is. Gentlemen. The legend. Funny. Welcome to the welcome to the technical upgrade yeah. of Black Sheep Radio. This is pretty sweet, I have to admit. It's kind of neat, huh? Yeah, this this show is brought to you by Aldous Huxley. <laughs> <in the world. laughs> We're not quite there yet, man. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, Don't call me funny. Hal. Have you Molly, have you have, have you seen <laughs> the Britney documentary? Yes, I have. Uh, I think um, it was pretty much what I expected. I mean, there's two there's there's two kind of conversations that are taking place in this thing. One is about the whole conservatorship uh, issue that's up, the free Britney thing, which kind of hangs in the background. But really, it was it seemed to me after watching it was a very convincing presentation about how this girl's career was totally misguided and how she was. advantage of throughout her entire career the funny thing is i remember witnessing all those things everything from as i say a poor choice of of costuming and song choice hit me baby one more time with a young teenage girl well she was 17 i think at the time dressed Mm -hmm. up as a girl basically what's happening with in that era with her and christina and jessica simpson is that they they portrayed these highly sexualized women um, who had never really had that experience. They were being created by a bunch of old men in the record industry, and it's really perverted. Um, And so, yeah, you, you see her going through other things and her breakdown, and more importantly, just the way the media piled on. And I think, you know, it's kind of interesting when you bring this up, uh, having seen the you know, what's been going on with the royal family with Harry and Meghan, and we're seeing the same sort of thing going on. Exactly. And, you know, this is not new. If if you really do your research and you go back to film stars of the 40s and the 50s, this is not much different, you know? No. Uh, it's just really unfortunate uh, that she wasn't able to control her narrative when she was going through her entire career and ultimately it's almost like when it came to that breakdown it's like yeah i would i would be going nuts too i actually thought when i was watching her shave her head and they were showing all that stuff i think she says i don't i don't care anymore i'm not sure if it was a mental breakdown i was wondering she says i don't care anymore i'm I'm tired of pretending and living up to this image that this industry has turned me into so i'm cutting off my hair i'm smashing windows i am getting bad tattoos you know you can say they're all bad choices but i i kind of get her you know and after it all after the whole thing is finished you kind of like her a little bit more don't like the music never really have but i acknowledge a lot of people do love her and love her and respect her and and what are you going to say about that but you know as polly yeah Polly, can I ask you a question? Sure. Switch, switching gears here. Do you? When's the last time you sat down and watched an entire Grammys broadcast? Uh, last year. Okay. So Did you we, really? We, okay. So okay. Here's the thing. First thing, I'm a big music guy. I love music. And yes, we know. And, and what I like about the Grammys is I learn. I, I find about the stuff that I miss. I don't want, listen to a lot of pop radio, and so it's a, and it's a cultural moment too. I get to see the way it's presented. So 
it to me it's real and we have a thing in my my family here is that we love award shows it really doesn't matter damn it it could be the it could be the tony awards we get a big bowl of popcorn we get some beers out and we sit and we watch really? the screen yeah we love it so it's the oscars it's the it's all of those award shows tedious as they might be for a lot of people um this year's looks like it's going to be a really interesting thing I think for most people, what's hard about the Grammys is they don't know who these people are who are up getting awards. That it depends upon how old you are. If you are a, if you are, a, if you are a twenty-one-year-old woman, you probably understand who all these people who are up getting up for record of the year. If but you, if you're twenty-one-year-old, are you watching the Grammys? Is the question. Probably not. Yeah. You know That's there. Weird. Where's this? What was this comment that I heard? Mm, oh yeah, that's, this, this interesting. What you're looking at? Yeah. This comment, yeah, Chris. You know what? That, that's an interesting comment. I, I hadn't really Very thought of that way. No, and the other and the other thing is, what was it? Um, oh yeah, a major network was showing the Golden Globe Awards, of which none of the major networks were winning or nominated for any awards. So why is CBS showing? the golden globe awards when they're not being recognized for any of their programming it's all right. netflix it's all netflix that are winning the awards and it's just like why doesn't netflix host this freaking thing it's no weird shit. it's on mainstream tv yet they don't win any awards wow. so i i honestly yeah like sorry i don't want to get too far off track because we are going to no. talk about the grammys but i mean we are at a sort of media tipping point i mean are we radios radios dying cable tv's dying it's just it's um it's a brave new world man well it is brave new world and i, I think we saw it coming you know i remember when uh my daughter had a boom box in her bedroom and it was like this is this is Everything in my life has come through this boombox. Every CD that I've loved, every radio station that I love has come through this boombox, and it just died. And I said, well, let's go up and buy a new one. Well, we found one with a CD player, and we're going back 10 years. We found one with a CD player, but try to find one with a radio in it. That was a flag for me right away. Yeah. Yeah. And now if you take a look at entertainment systems, most people are listening to radio in their car. But look at the dashboard of the car. It used to be we used to say the dashboard of the car was dominated and owned by the radio tuner. AM, <laughs> right. FM and six to ten presets. Right now you're it is competing with everything. And depending upon your entertainment screen, radio might be there on screen three, you know. You know, there's this thing about when you buy when you buy a car radio it is that when you buy your new car, you'll set your radio stations up and you'll never change those presets ever again. Mm -hmm. How many of us have ever scanned the dial? Nobody. Nobody scans the dial anymore. Radio's having a tough time. And if if there is an explanation why all the major media companies in this country have been letting people go and will continue to do so is because listenership is down ad revenues have have spread out across all the different media platforms it's simply to keep radio listeners it's a real sad thing brave new world no just a <laughs> wide world of broadcasting now a Definitely. wide world we so, have a situation now where you, where you have you know the four of us and and nobody in conventional radio in their right mind would ever give us a crack in a microphone anymore. But, you know, here we are just talking about the Grammys and we have a bunch of people listening to us now and stuff. It's really nice. So it's really different. 
um, you know, and, and just to tack on to the, the one thing that you're saying about the, the changing media landscape, actually today, uh, Huffington Post Canada, I don't know if you guys caught yep. that, but Huffington Post Canada shut down yeah. their entire Canadian uh, writing division. So they, they laid off like 50 people in Toronto or something like that. So it's, it's, and, let it, and they let a ton off in the United States. You know, what's really interesting about that years ago when newspaper newspapers were going through a, a crisis as well too, they were losing subscriptions and readership and stuff was way, way down. And some people blamed websites like the, the Huffington, Huffington Post and Buzz for people were getting it. And now they're laying people off. That's right. I mean, it's nuts. So, it is, yeah. So very odd. It's very. So I mean, odd. tipping point, yeah. man. It's uh, yeah. It's a definite tipping point. Um, so yeah, let's talk about the Grammys. So the Grammys. Um, I got a list of performers are going to be on there, and uh, I mean, nice. I, I can, I can, I'll rhyme, I'll rattle off this, and you can tell me what you think might be missing. Not necessarily who, cool. but the something about it so the list of performers is wide as it always is cardi b bts brandy carlisle billy eilish Brittany howard miranda lambert dua lipa chris martin john mayer Marin morris post malone roddy rich taylor swift and there are many more after that what's missing no cl no classic there's and nobody yeah, right. There's nobody yeah. old on this list. I went down the hole. It keeps going on here. I said there's nobody old on here, and that's what I found really interesting. Yeah, Taylor Swift's like the oldest person. Mm. Well, <laughs> well you uh, always, yeah, you can always Chris count Martin, on the Grammys. Always count on the Grammys Chris for Martin. for sort of an honoring of a legend. It may not be like a you know right. a, a relevant artist with new material, but you sort of. You gave up something for the legacy of it, right? Now, very often a legacy artist is paid tribute by contemporary artists. Like I remember they did a thing on Bob Dylan and they they had the Avid Brothers and um, mm. the, the dudes from the UK. Um, Mumford, right? Mumford and Sons, right? They came on stage and said, "Oh, that's cool." As opposed to his contemporaries, you know, they're not gonna yeah. they're not gonna roll out Bruce Springsteen and Bonnie Ray to do a tribute to mm. it because. Um, but who is this show for? You know, you raised a point really earlier. Who's going to watch this show? I don't know. I really don't. I'm going to watch it because, <laughs> again, I <laughs> yeah. because, because I'm I, I like a lot yeah, of these you artists. Are, Paul, remember? Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah well, as long as you're there to watch, it. If, you, if you leave, they got to shut that shit down. Like sometimes you sometimes you see a name will come up like Doja Cat, and you go, "What the heck is a Doja Cat?" Right. Well, this is how I'm going to find out. I'm going to watch this show, and I'm going to I'm going to get that. This may be my only opportunity to ever see any of these artists, and I think that's a good thing. So that's why. Um, Aesthetically, you're going to be pleased by what a Doja Cat looks like. Am I? Yeah, she's a she's an attractive cat. For sure. Okay. <laughs> and, a hell of a, and a hell of a rap, and a hell of a rapper. Yeah, well. very, very talented. So very actually, talented. Before, before she's a hell of a. You know what I mean? I'm not, of course, person. I'm not going to go down, of course, a list of all the different categories of artists and stuff like that. But I will say, and I think this was the big controversy when they announced the nominees at first, is that the weekend is noticeably absent. You know, if the if the guy can be invited to play the Super Bowl, why is he not up for an award? At first, they said, you know, maybe it's because his management or record company didn't submit his name. Like, there's not a committee that's listening to all the music and going out going, I like that one, I like that one, I like that one. Record companies actually have to make a submission to the to the Grammy board, and then they kind of whittle it down into the group of, you know, five 
or more artists and stuff like that. He wasn't included, and it's a real big head-scratcher because he had an incredible year. Not only a commercial successful year, but a critical a successful year. So it's a real head-scratcher. But, you know, he's in really good company because the list of people who have never won Juno Awards is long. Juno or and, Grammy? Oh, gra Grammy. Or Grammy, Grammy, excuse me, a Grammy Award. So, for instance, these are artists. I'm going to rhyme off about a dozen here. These are mm. artists that either had hugely popular records, like Records of the Year, or are legendary and are largely influential. You know, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame artist. Never won a Grammy. ABBA. Well, and this is whether you like these artists or not. ABBA, Sia, Queen, Jimi Hendrix, Katy Perry, The Beach Boys, Bob Marley, Janis Joplin, Tupac Shakur, Guns N' Roses, Snoop Dogg, The Who, Run DMC, and The Doors have never won Grammys. That's just a start. So The weekend shouldn't feel too bad about not being included in the list because you know what? He's laughing all the way to the bank. He's selling out stadiums. And, of course, if you haven't seen it yet, it's actually designed has designed a new performance center for the downtown Toronto on the CME grounds. Wow. I'm not sure if you've seen that. Well, wow. I'll get that for you on the next show, okay? Um, the Beach Boys haven't won a Grammy? Did I hear no. that correctly? That's incredible. Like, in what world would you be, like, an award <laughs> show? In what world would you be an award show with any level of credibility and not honor the beach boys in some way like doesn't that impact hey, your credibility like substantially the, the thing the thing about the, the most difficult thing about any award show is that there is a lot of great art that's created in a year and they only pick one hey that year it could have been when the beach boys had one song that was up it could have been simon and garfunkel's bridge over troubled water that beat them and it's like well okay there's nothing wrong with that record either but we can only pick one. And I think that's why the list is that's so true. long. And these, these, all if, these artists, it's like, well, you know, you know, you, you want to have this, but we got to pick one. And it's difficult. The pile is tall. If only, you know, Dexy's, it, if only Dexy's Midnight Runners had been around in 1965, <laughs> Polly. If only. So true. So true. If only. Other we uh, uh, little small stuff here. Other weird stuff about the Grammy Awards. Leonard Cohen is up for an award. He died in 2016, and he's up for a Grammy for 2021 or 2020. Why is that? Kanye West is up for a Grammy for the best gospel album. What is wow. with that? I mean, what's next? The next, the next, Kanye's uh, God or gospel? Not gospel. I was because a country record has got to be around the corner. Mm. They've changed oh the. Oh my god! It's a small one I'm here. Sure they've they've changed they've changed the name of the category. They used to call it the world music category. It's now the global music category. What's the difference? I don't know. There is no. a. There is a, one of the things that's kind of weird is that there is music that was released in the middle or even early of 2019 that's being recognized for 2020, awarded in 2021. That's just wrong. But it really should be if it came out in 2020 between January the 1st and December the 31st, that's the zone. You know, well, if you yeah, take we, 2019, how about we nominate the fucking Beach Boys? Yeah, that's right. On, and, <laughs> well, you know, hey, 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 if they put out a Johnny Cash, if they put out a Johnny Cash uh, collection of songs that have never been released before, it could probably be up for an award if somebody wanted it that way. In fact, there's one artist who had a recording in 2019 
that has leapfrogged their more current record. So they put out a record in 2019, then they put an album out in 2020, but they're being nominated for the album that was older. Paul, really strange. Paul, yeah, I don't know. I, I hate to put you on the spot, but a quick piece of trivia. I don't know. And, and if not, maybe somebody can Google this. Has anyone won a Grammy for like a major one posthumously the year of? In other words, you know what I mean? It's not like an honorary thing. It's like they win a Grammy and they're dead. Hey, like they just passed think, away three I, months before the awards came out. Has I, that ever I think I think David Bowie got an award for the Lazarus record. It was either a song or an album or a video. I think that happened. Uh, even Leonard Cohen. Oh, I, Cornell. I'm not sure. Yeah. Again, like Ben said, I'm going to have to do some research on that. Yeah. Posthumous, posthumous awards. Look, that's fine. But, you know, Leonard Cohen died in 2016 and he's being nominated for an award in 2020. That's just wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, is, uh, isn't there other music to recognize? That's my thought. Agreed. God you love Leonard Cohen. No, but you had your chance, Grammys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You could have given him one a while ago. God love Leonard Cohen. It's great music, but they're just because, like, you know, we recognize his last recording, and then that's it. Yeah. So that's how answer, I feel about it. So to answer your question about the uh, post posthumous Grammys, Ray Charles won both album and record of the year in 2005 for his Genius Loves Company and Nora Jones duet, Here We Go oh. Again, after dying at the age of 73 that previous June. Um, okay. And Thank you, Nipsey, Chris. Nipsey Hussle. Thank you, Chris. Uh, Nipsey Hussle. Yep. A couple after he died, and David Bowie and Chris Cornell. Well, yeah. there we go. There you go. The internet right. fingers are in mid-game form, mid-season form. Your research game is strong. Yeah, for sure. By the way, my portion. From computer all all day. Never. By I've the way, I want to say. The, my portion of the program is brought to you by my brand new computer here. Oh. Uh, here's my oh. here's my MacBook. Um, I no longer nice. have I no longer have a ba I no longer have a bag of frozen peas underneath my computer. Yeah. It's, it's running it's running cool today. So please I'm good tell me you that. ate the peas to celebrate the acquisition. <laughs> yeah. Well, the you know, it's, you know, the yeah. funny thing is, after some shows that we've done in the past, is that they would kind of melt down and then you refreeze <laughs> them and melt down. And re not good. Not no. not even no. in not even no. in, not even in a. <laughs> hey, speaking of, take, taking us to the kitchen really uh, quickly, Polly. Uh, what kind of chips do you have in your pantry? Oh, I uh, ruffles. ruffles. Lay's 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 uh, ruffles. Oh, I'm not sure. Name, that's, name okay. brand. Okay. Oh, you ever had, had green so, ones? So. We so here's this, the deal. This potato chip so here's connoisseur. the deal. Real quick, Paul, just to, just to set it up. We had this chip connoisseur Go. on with us just a few minutes ago before you got on. Okay. And uh, like he's Mark set up the whole thing. And as he's introducing the guy, he holds up to the camera his bag of great value discount oh, yeah. potato Regular chips. Yeah. That's a sin. Yeah. That's a they sin. went with they went with the term they went with the term rippled yes. instead of ruffled to avoid any uh, trademark infringement. Polly, what, sure. Polly, what were you going to say about chips? I was going to say so. Here's the deal: is I, I, I like mm. chips are fine. My wife, for her, it's crack cocaine. You know, there's a certain snack food that if you put it in front of you, oh. you you won't stop it's until gone. you finish. And for her, I get a bag of that. That's what she likes. And I have to hide it here in the house. I have hiding places. You know, some people have a stash nice. of weed. I have a stash of potato chips. Nice. <laughs> and so, and so, 
So she will say, "Hey, will you, I, would you get me a would you get me a bowl of chips?" And so I literally have to sneak off to the part of the house where I've got That's them stashed lot, away, and take out a handful so she doesn't she doesn't overdose on potato chips because she would. I, I, I me, tend to, I tend to be a, so. I tend to be a, a grass is always greener type of guy. At least she's not searching the house for actual crack cocaine in such a manner. For sure. Yeah. You know. Well, yes, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. grateful yeah. for that. Silver, <laughs> silver lining, Polly. Silver lining. Yeah. Yeah. She, she said to me once, "I just can't stop. I just can't stop." <laughs> I'm like that. I'm like that with cookies. We can't have cookies mm. in the house because, like, mm. like I'll, I'll, it's not just like I'll have two or three. Like I'll eat like eight. Yeah. Like I'll eat an unrealistic, like reasonable amount of cookies. What kind so, of cookies? Uh, it really doesn't matter what kind mm. of cookies we have in the house. It, but if it's like you know when you buy the tubes and then you make them yourself. Oh yep. yeah. That is that is like the ultimate. Okay, the here's ultimate. The, let let me test you here. Uh, how many do you eat raw before you actually cook them? I, I have a I have a dollop here and there. So. Okay, because <laughs> I was going to say some people eat the raw eggs. And stuff, some people cut that roll open and they just slice it and they just pop it in their mouth and they just keep going. You know, they can't wait for the next pan to be savages. finished. Not there yet. Absolutely not there yet. savages. No. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to be a better person. Maybe in my younger days. I'm, su I'm surprised you actually but. named some decent cookies there based on his chip selection. I thought he was going to say like arrowroot. <laughs> <laughs> I still have all my teeth. Great value chocolate chip. Great value arrow. Yeah, great value chocolate chip. A little digestive you cookies. You know what I know what I've really yeah. I've appreciated uh, lately. I, I go to I go to La Coco's to get my groceries and the the little the Italian s cookies. You ever get those the classic yep. with a coffee? Yep. I, I, have, yeah. I have a much simpler simpler mm. taste as i get older i used to be like oh, double yeah. loaded chocolate big time now it's yeah. all like double stuff oreo yeah exactly yeah exactly now well, i just like a hundred of them though my favorite is uh a garardi is that how you pronounce a garardi garardi chocolate they're chocolate brownies there's a mix that you get at uh, costco and oh. it doesn't cost the, they, they they there's five packets in a box it don't cost a lot of money and it's the richest thing i've ever tasted in my life and it like it like my wife's potato chip thing is like i i can't eat just one like you know yeah. Like uh, she has those hidden in the house, and you have to ask her for one. Exactly. Like today, I was thinking about firing up a pan. I went, nope. I know if I eat that, if I make it, I'll never stop eating the stuff. Right. Costco. I will tell you right now, if you're a snacking maniac like I am, Costco, it, it's a death trap. It's a suicide wrap. I I just got, get out while you're young. You gotta get out while you're young. It's bad. Like yeah, they they've got some snacks that are just insane there. I, gotta I just got a Costco membership dangerous. yesterday. Oh. I just got a Costco membership yesterday. Oh, I see. I'm not there yet. Yeah. Good for you. I've never, I never, I've, I've never been. Oh, yeah. never well, been to Costco. it's, it's like going to, it's like going to dis It's the Disneyland of shopping. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. don't it's get, got all everything. the good stuff. Don't to get high. You. Don't get high. Everyone's first. sweating. It's miserable. Well, then I can never go, I guess. Yeah. yeah you spend don't, way so more money than you intended Don't go there stoned. Don't go oh, there, yeah. Stone Chris. I'll tell you that you're in trouble. Yeah, it, we we went yet we went yesterday. Um, we spent a lot of money and came back with 
You have a one bedroom apartment. I know. Where do you even fit Costco okay. in your house? It's, it's, you know, it's... How much money did you spend, Chris? Uh, like 200 bucks, actually. So it's yeah. Like... See, that, that's the that's the problem with, with Costco is that you go there and all of a sudden you're going, what? 200 bucks? Yeah. For what? Exactly. And that's why I, I, got, three, that's why... I got three things. That's what yeah, I was going to say. I... We, I, I, we spent $200. <laughs> I came home and I'm like, what is there to eat? I'm looking around. I'm like, fuck. Like, I can't just like bear claw it's, two it's pounds not... of beefy. <laughs> It's not. It's not. The, it's not that it's like it's super expensive. It's just that they have crap that nobody else does, and mm-hmm. so you buy it. Yeah. Right. It's like when people used to go shopping in the states. I remember when I was a kid, my friends would always come to school and they'd have some crazy snack treat. I'm like, where'd you get that? Like, oh, my parents go to the states. They were the same kids that would always come back and they'd have uh, firecrackers because you could never get those here. So they'd have firecrackers and cool treats. I'd be like, where do you get those? Oh, my parents go to Buffalo and get them. Yeah. Yeah. Your parents get you firecrackers? And the thing is, is when you think about Buffalo, like when you're a kid, it seems like this magical place. And then when you go there. Well, of course they do. They've got a sign just outside the city limits that says firecrackers and cool treats. I mean, (laughs) why would you stay away? Yeah. It's funny having worked, living in Niagara and having worked down here for such a long time, the one most common conversation that people in this region have about the buffalo western new york area is the culinary experience it, it, there are stories about eating across the river that you don't get about people driving to toronto nobody shares those kinds of stories there are legendary places on the other side of the border that they know people how love. to eat they know how to yeah. eat man they do and it's all roadhouse it's all various types of roadhouse but it's just just freaking great <laughs> and it really is you know it's just incredible yeah it's more than just chicken wings that's for sure can i can i ask you one more food related question paul morris sure of course uh, we could talk about food all night have you ever met someone you hadn't seen in a while while buying cheese what oh you really had to think <laughs> about that for a second don't go like what kind of a question is that? So I'm standing, get this, get this. I'm standing in the cheese aisle the other day, and I've got the mask on, right? And everybody's got the mask on. And so I hear Ben, and I look, and there's somebody standing in front of me, same thing, got the full so all I all I see is this, right? right. And uh I I look at this person like I, I have no idea who he is, and it's Colin from the truce. No way! Yeah, that's I'm awesome. That's yeah, serious, man. Like I don't know that's how great. the hell he picked he picked me out. It was kind of weird, but anyway, uh, he wanted me to say hi to you. Oh, that's great! Yeah, uh, they're they're those are great guys. It's funny when you run into. Uh, you know, I don't run into celebrity that often, but it's great that you did, you know, where you don't expect it. Hey, we're in the cheese aisle, man. So, no, I don't I don't have anybody special like that at all. You want to hear the no. weirdest thing is like uh, go back 10 years or so and I'm taking a piss at the Orbit Room in Toronto and I'm not okay. lying. I hear Ben and I look over. It's the friggin drummer. It, I don't know what it is. Sean, who used to be the drummer of the Trues, is something yep. like twice now. I've been recognized once while buying cheese and once while urinating by members of the Trues. I've never had that with any other band, so it's just, it must just be them. It's the See, weirdest freaking thing. They don't forget the people that no. support them. That's for sure, those guys. They don't forget. And the fact that they remember us by name is really, you really, know, really, really special. You want to know something, Paulie? It was the best part mm. of the conversation. We're going to have him on, actually, next week. 
Uh, oh, great. Yeah, but the best part of the conversation was he goes, you know something? I, we will never, ever forget what Hits FM did for us. And you and Paulie and everybody there, and we're still grateful, and we still think about you guys all the time. I just thought, and it, it wasn't like a, what reason does he have to kiss my ass? I'm not even in radio anymore. You know what I mean? It was exactly. Just, it was you a know, really cool, genuine thing. So it, 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 they, they don't forget, and I'm really surprised that they actually do kind of go back and acknowledge that. I remember, you know, um, seeing an interview with him somewhere else in the country, and they called, they called me out, and I was just like wow you didn't have to do that it's like yeah. who am i to, who am i to somebody in another market it was kind of remarkable by the way one day i did find the first truth album is called the house of ill fame okay and you know what we can do a whole segment about uh houses that bands have rented or owned where they recorded their own music the house of ill fame is where the truths lived in niagara falls and i asked them one day well where was it because i've heard Street. all about the Nope, it's on Main Street. I have a picture oh, of the Street. house. Wow. It's on Main Street, Niagara Falls. And I have. A, I went, so I drove out there and took a picture of it. And one day I'll share that with you. No way! Yeah, right on. yeah, it's it's pretty cool. In Hamilton, you know, Crowbar, uh, the band Crowbar actually lived in a house up in Ancaster. I don't think it's there anymore, but it was a big ranch. But it was a real communal type of thing. Of course, famously, the band had Big Pink. We could go on and on and on about this whole thing. I live, thing, but... I, I live three blocks down from Arkell Street, man. Yeah, I'm dead awesome. serious. So, yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what house it was, though? No, I've been living here five years, and I still have not found out what house it is. <laughs> see, you got see the same thing with the House of Ill Fame. It took me 15 years to ask them, and I finally got the answer yeah, out right of them. Right on, right on, right on. Yeah, okay, I, so I totally agree, guys. Bell Internet fucking sucks. <laughs> so you ducked out on us, sir? Did you? <laughs> oh, we, it's like we wondered three or like, four what times happened. a day, like times a day. Though. My parents got us this friendship lamp. It's they have a lamp at their house. When they touch it, the lamp mm -hmm. turns a certain color, and then they can touch <laughs> the one at our house. So it's kind of like you know, my dad, my, cool. my, my grandpa, can talk with the kid. But anyway, that fucking thing is—it's not even working half the time because the the Wi-Fi connection cuts. <laughs> it's anyway. Oh God, kids, uh, my, kids my have it so easy. Bell sucks. Kids have it so easy these days. You go to bed with a friendship lamp. I just had some creepy yeah. clown in the corner. I mean, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Hey, I wanted to bring you guys up to date. Uh, back to music here. I wanted to bring you up to date on the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame vote getting and oh, all the yeah, rest. Yeah, yeah. We talked yeah. Yeah. How's yeah. Devo doing? Ben's been putting his five <laughs> votes in a day for Devo. So, yes, you can, really really day. you can vote every day. You can vote every day at rockhall.com. <laughs> And I took a look at it, and we had a little fun. We had a little fun with somebody we didn't really know called Fella Cootie. Yeah, uh, Fella Fella Cootie is the number one vote getter right now. No right. way, John Scott. So it, John Scott, it's happening again. That's why. That's amazing. <laughs> So to let you, if you don't know who it is, this might be. You know, if he gets in, he might be the first, the first artist that is not based in North America or in Europe. Okay, Fela Kuti comes from Nigeria and is widely regarded as the pioneer of the Afrobeat, which is a traditional, which is a kind of a, a hybrid mix of traditional African music with funk and jazz. I'm gonna check and, out. Yeah, really interesting. Okay, so Fela Kuti is now set number one. Tina Turner is two. The Foo Fighters are three. Maiden is number four, oh and God. God help us, the Go Go's are number five. Wow. Uh, 
Uh, behind all that, they take the top five and they will forward them and mix them in with the other votes that go from the other okay. people who are in the official panel. Still behind them and in this order are Carol King, Todd Rundgren, Devo, Dion Warwick. Rage Against the Machine is like intense. What's wrong there? Wow. Chaka Khan, Kate Bush, Mary J. Blige, the New York Dolls, LL Cool J, and I can't believe this, the last vote getter is Jay-Z. And it's like wow. considering that he is one of the one of the greatest rappers. He that actually he's, is, uh, yeah. And it could be because the people in that community just don't give a shit about the Rock Hall. So Jay-Z, Rock Hall of Fame, what? They don't make sense. No. You know, it's it does, It's not a disregard for him. It's just like there's a community out there that just does that does not believe that it doesn't get it. Doesn't care about putting him in. Believe me, that doesn't mean that he's, you know, he's slipped. Crazy. Yeah. So uh, again, you can vote every day. I'm not sure when it ends. I think it's the end of the month. So uh, later on, we're going to talk about more music television, but not today. I want to talk about the new Billie Eilish documentary that's on Apple TV Plus oh, yeah? called, called The World's a Little Blurry. It's pretty damn great. I have, I always respected her, but I have new respect. And what's interesting is that what it is, is that the journey of Billie Eilish recording her the songs that would be part of her first official album right through to her winning all the Grammy awards and all the rest. And what I loved about it is she is authentic as they come. Have you seen so, this? Sorry, Paul, have you seen this Billy Eilish documentary? No, my, my kids here. It's on Apple TV. Says. It's on Apple TV. Yeah. My and kid, while you're there, you should watch. My daughter there, introduced me to Billy Eilish and it's, it's it was one of those moments every once in a while, your kids do throw you something and you go, wow, this is, it's really wow. And, and, good. and so. listen to it in your headphones mm -hmm. because when she created this record, she creates it in her bedroom with her brother providing all the instrumentation and the post-production and all that. And she's whispering these things in your ear so it's really sounds amazing in your headphones wow. but you know but the beat the beats for things like like bad guy in your car just fucking rock it's just right on. and and you need to do a lyrical deep dive as well too the girl is 17 as she's creating these songs and she it's incredible how stable she is to the whole thing you compare that to what britney was going through <laughs> the Wait difference is is and the difference you'll find out is that the reason that she succeeds is she's surrounded by a family that have nurtured her along the way and protect her from all of that shit. Her mom is a former Broadway actress who teaches in, in, in television art, uh, television actress as well, too. Maybe not a huge one, but she she's been there and understands how it works and provides her two kids with the tools that they need to write music and not allow that outside world to eat them up it's amazing to watch this thing the okay, other one is a new there's another series that you can get on network tv in fact it's on ctv tv called this is pop and you know you're kind and it's produced by the people uh, a canadian company called banger films and banger films did a four-part series on rap music they did one on the history of heavy metal music they did the documentaries with rush and iron maiden those guys but they've done this thing where they've kind of taken a chapter a chapter out of pop music so this first issue that came out was on auto-tune now auto-tune is some uh, and they tell 
it, 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 it's interesting what, how it starts. It begins with T-Pain, and he's kind of like the center of this whole thing. And they go to T-Pain, and it opens with him saying, you know, I can't remember the name of the artist, but an artist, let's, let's just say Jay-Z. Jay-Z said to me, dude, you've just ruined music. And he says, then I went into a four-year depression. And that's how the show starts. It's like, okay, what is this story? Okay. And it's a, and it's a story about the auto-tune effect, why it was created, how recording studios kept it a secret for as long as they possibly could, how T how T Pain wow. found it out, exploited it, and the world hated him for it. Until Listen. Kanye West did an album of all auto-tune. The 808 record is all auto-tuned. So it's a it Unreal. is it is fascinating story. You don't even have to like this these people's music. It is great storytelling. Right so, on, man. I'll check it out. So that, yeah. so that is called This Is Pop. It's on Saturday nights. I have no idea what this coming Saturday's show is, but it's on at like 8 o'clock Saturday nights. We should there's, scoot, there's a, man. We, we got to find Mark. Yeah, he, we, we lost him. <laughs> I'm going to run. There's, there's also a... Sorry, I'm trying to. I'm messing with this stuff. There's, there's a, um, a Biggie Smalls documentary too, that's actually. Uh, yeah, you know what? On My... Netflix. I don't know if you managed to catch that one, but it's it's pretty no. pretty darn good. My daughter watched it with a friend, and she said that she thought the opposite. They thought it was terrible. So, I don't know. I haven't uh, that, that one. one I, I will check it. Yeah, I highly I recommend it. I thought it was pretty good. It didn't. It didn't focus. Okay. It didn't focus too much on the uh, on the negative aspect of Biggie Smalls, but uh, it was uh, I don't know. We enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to get this. Out of this one. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a Grammy for best music movie. There's a category for all of that stuff. It's everything from. Beyonce's huge music album that she had out last year to documentary style stuff like Linda Ronstadt. And it's like, what? These are actually all really, really good, you know? Um, so yeah, it, it's a variation. It's a different riff on your typical music sort of thing. Typically we get a documentary style about, here's the story about this artist. But what I liked about This Is Pop is that, no, let's take a chapter, let's take a topic and get involved with all the different people that are involved with it so it's a lot broader and it's you know than just one artist yeah it's pretty cool that's a little hot i apologize for that I'm oh there is that a little is that a little hot in your ears there no there we go a little are. bit there we go we're still like i said we're still toying with some of the technology here and by we i mean me <laughs> <laughs> Bolly, thanks for coming on. We'll, hopefully, we're going to find Mark one of these days. Uh, <laughs> he just vanished. Uh, yeah, he just he just vanished. Anybody listening to, we, we've got YouTube now. We're going to share that on our Facebook page. Um, give that a like. Subscribe to that once we, uh, we're fired up, and, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Black Sheep Radio with Ben McPhee, Mark LaFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. So fancy.